to entitle this slaves to righteousness. You know, slaves to righteousness. You know, uh, let me read to you our uh, the subtitle. Did you include that? Okay, let's let us. I want them to read that too. Okay, so the title uh, in for today's message is slaves to righteousness. There is no such thing as unrestricted freedom, like you know. A hundred percent freedom. In a sense, we are all a slave to something or someone, either a slave to sin or to righteousness. We are slaves either way. Anyone who understands the importance of being a slave to righteousness will continue to pursue and please the Lord, while ignorance will make us live our lives irresponsibly. So we encourage you to share this link, okay, to your friends, because uh, it is important, okay. Again, you, we, it is important for Christians to understand, to be aware of this truth about being a slave to righteousness. Um, that's why, uh, uh, as we begin the message and. As I end this message, I want everyone to remember this, okay? Whatever you do, wherever you go, remember you are a slave to righteousness, all right? Um, again, we can either be a slave to sin, which is our um, natural state, or we can be a slave to righteousness, that can be done in Christ alone. So unless you are born again, you cannot be a slave to righteousness, all right? So we are slaves either way, okay? If you're not in Christ right now, you're not born again yet, then you are a slave to what? To sin, okay? You are obliged to commit sin. You cannot say no to sin. You have no power to resist sin because you're a slave to sin, but once you commit your life to Jesus, once you surrender your life to Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, okay? At that moment on, the Bible says, when you believe, you were given the Holy Spirit, okay? As a deposit guaranteeing your salvation, okay? And that is why we need to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, okay? Because we cannot be holy, okay? We cannot live a holy life without the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can help us walk in holiness. That's why he's, He is called Holy Spirit. Okay? So, He is our uh, power. He is our helper. Okay? He will help us walk in holiness. Alright? So, but the revelation about being a slave to righteousness is very important so that we are always aware, we're conscious that wherever we go, whatever we do, okay, we should, you know, remind ourselves or we, we pray to God that, you know, Lord or oh God the Holy Spirit, please remind me always that I am a slave to righteousness. Okay, so this topic is so important that, you know, uh, I want you to share this to your friends, okay? Especially those who have been a Christian for a long time and then, uh, you know, uh, maybe uh, they're not coming to church anymore or <laughs> we don't know what happened to them or how busy they are. But you see, 
very important because uh, you know uh, we need to always remember that this revelation, this truth about being a slave to righteousness matters. Okay? So, and also, we will not understand or we, we, we cannot appreciate, you know, why God freed us from slavery only or in order to be a slave again. Okay? It's like from slavery to slavery. So, make sure that you catch the revelation, okay, why in Christ we become slaves to righteousness, okay? Or feel free to watch this uh, episode, this uh, sermon again, or repeat this uh, sermon, you know, until you get the point, okay? And our goal is for you to see the importance of an ongoing sanctification, okay? So we, we have in Christ, once you're born again, in the Spirit, there is an instant, you know, sanctification, okay? You are made righteous instantly. But because we are still in the flesh, we're still here on earth, there is what we call an ongoing process of sanctification. I want to give to you the scripture, Romans 12, 2. It says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Let me... Uh, emphasize the word renewing okay do not conform to the pattern of this world okay and it says but be transformed by the what by the renewing by the renewing of your mind renewing is an ongoing thing it's right now okay for as long as we're here okay we are you know god is processing us okay god is not done with us yet so we go through an ongoing sanctification, okay, renewing of your mind. So this topic concerning slaves to righteousness will help us, will remind us, okay, that we are what? A slave to righteousness. So that instead of living our lives irresponsibly, you know, we will what? Be aware, we will be conscious that God is monitoring our hearts, okay? That it's very important that we cooperate with the Holy Spirit who is working to transform us in Christ-likeness, but not to become a deity, okay? Not to become a God, but there is only one God and we are His creation, okay? You should, we should always remember that. So we hope that through this topic, we can encourage you to cooperate with God the Holy Spirit at all times concerning your spiritual growth, uh, transformation, and uh, fruitfulness or productivity. Okay? So again, always remember, whatever you do, wherever you go, remember, you are a slave to righteousness. You belong to Christ. Okay? Sin does not have authority does not have the power over you. You are no longer obliged to commit sin. You are no longer obliged to yield to sin. Okay? In Christ. But if you're not in Christ yet, then you sin is your master. Okay? You have no power to resist 
sin. That is why it's very important to understand that the Lord Jesus Christ died in the cross to free us from the power of sin. He paid the price so we can go free. But then, with that freedom, actually leads to another form of uh, uh, servanthood, okay, or um, slavery. But it's not—it's a different kind of slavery. Let me—I will explain that later, okay. So the key scripture for today's message is Romans chapter six. Let's begin from verse sixteen. It says, "Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness." But thanks be to God that through, I mean, but thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Verse 18, you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness, leading to holiness. Okay, so that is the end goal, that we live holy lives. Okay, verse 20, it says, when you were slaves to sin, you were free from the control of righteousness. What benefit did you reap at that time from the things that you are now ashamed of? Those things result in death. But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves to God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness. Holiness. And the result is eternal life. Eternal life. Verse 23, last verse for our reading. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So that verse 23 is a verse that is so famous. <laughs> yeah, We're familiar with verse 23 because we always, uh, uh, we can, you know, this verse not abused, but it's always used <laughs> uh, in uh, evangelistic uh, pamphlets, okay? Uh, so the wages of sin or the penalty for sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But that is, uh, that is not the, the, the whole picture of it, okay? So you have to read back, okay, because there are precedent scriptures that points to what? that we need to be freed from uh, the, the slavery of sin so that uh, we can be a slave to righteousness. All right? So that is the context of uh, the passage of Scripture that, that we just read. Now, going back to verse 18, it says, okay, that in Christ we have been what? Verse 18, we have been set free from sin. Alright, we have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Now, first of all, the term slave does not, uh, does not 
have a positive uh, impact. Okay, it, it does not have a. It has a negative connotation. Okay, to many people, uh, others might attach uh, a slave, uh, the word slave, to harsh treatment. You know, when you're a slave, uh, the, you can attach it. We can connect it with uh, cruelty. All right, we can connect it. I mean, cruelty in, in slavery. Okay, so it is a unpleasant word uh, to hear. Okay, we we feel uncomfortable when you say, "Oh, you're a slave." Uh, that's my slave. You, you know, the, we feel un uncomfortable with the word slave. You know, it's really inconvenient. But you know, th that makes Romans chapter six as one of uh, one of the uncomf un uncomfortable chapters to read <laughs> in the Bible, right? But that word slave can actually be interchanged with the word servant. Okay, because if you read from the Greek, the word slave in Greek is doulos. Okay, doulos, which means slave, uh, which means servant or a bond servant or in modern English, slave. Okay, that's why in King James Version, it uses the word servant instead of slave. Okay, but though it uses the word servant, uh, it uses slave also uh, one time, okay? Once, only once. So either ways, whether um, slave or servant or bond servant, okay, uh, we mean the same thing, okay, in this uh, particular uh, subject. So let us try, but the, here's the thing. A slave, whoa. So we feel like, is God cruel? You know, is God a, 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 a master, slave master, right? Slave master? No. I want you to understand, not from that perspective, but becoming a slave to righteousness in the right perspective. That's why this revelation of being a slave to righteousness is very important. So what is the right perspective? You know, why the Bible mentions that Christians have become slaves to righteousness. Okay, so let's start. Let's try to quantify that uh, truth. Okay, why God freed us from slavery in order to be a slave again? Okay, so again, it's it's from slavery to slavery. <laughs> First Corinthians. Let's read this one. First Corinthians chapter six. Verses 19 to 20, 20. So you will have an understanding why, okay, why the Bible uh, says, said that we became a slave to righteousness. Amplified version. We're reading uh, uh, Amplified version. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, okay? Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is within you? whom you have received as a gift from God, and that you are not your own property. Okay? <laughs> you are not your own property. Uh, verse 20 says, You were bought with a price. You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made His own. Okay? So meaning to say, He made us his own, okay, because we were bought with a price, okay? I want you to take note of that. We, all of us, okay, 
We became believers, we became followers of Christ, we became Christians because we were bought with a price in the cross. Okay? By the blood of Jesus, He died for us. He paid our sins. He paid our debt that we cannot pay. And that is why since Jesus bought us, okay, since Jesus bought us, so we become His. We became His, right? Um, I'm not done yet with that part. It says, you were bought with a price, okay? You were actually purchased with the precious blood of Jesus and made His own. So then, it says, honor and glorify God with your body. That's why you cannot do anything that you want. There is no such a thing as 100% independence or freedom. Okay? You cannot do what you want. Even though you have been uh, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, you've been justified, you were cleansed, you were forgiven, you have eternal life, but you have no 100% freedom to live the way you want to live your life. And why is that? Because you are a slave to righteousness. That's the reason why you cannot be your own. Right? So, so again, uh, you have to take note of that. You are not your own. Okay? You were bought with a price. You were bought with a price. That means you, I mean, that means we are now his slaves. Because what? Because he bought us. All right? <laughs> Actually, it's not just that he bought us, but he created us. So from the very beginning, he owns us. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but, uh, but you see, uh, he bought us. So that's a double point. <laughs> double reason why he has rights over us. And we don't have full rights to ourselves to do how we want to live our lives we were bought with a price therefore we are slaves to righteousness okay so we were set free from one slavery from the slavery of sin of course in order for us to become his bond servant all right so uh, I want you to picture this L let me give you this uh, uh, illustration okay before we came to Christ we were already in sin okay we were sinners right and we cannot resist sin and because of sin we were already doomed bound to destruction bound to hell okay we were condemned to die and to suffer eternal death that is how, that was our condition before coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, you know, what's the point, okay, of uh, doing things our way, living our lives the way we want it, when, you know what, the point is um, we were already uh, condemned to die, to suffer eternal death apart from Christ. But, remember this because, God loved us. He provided a way. Okay? Jesus became man to die for mankind, to represent mankind. He died in our place. It's a substitutionary death. He paid the price. He paid the debt. Our debt, okay? In, in other words, we were condemned to die, but he purchased us. 
Okay? That's the summary. We were, al we were condemned already, you know. We were about, we were heading to that predicament, but then he purchased us. Hallelujah. He bought us to set us free from the power of sin and death, okay? But in the process of that transaction of paying the price, we became his. All right? So, <laughs> we became his. So, example. Another example. So, I hope uh, everyone will get this uh, simple illustration. Okay, what I have here in my hand right now is a phone. Okay, so uh, when this phone was manufactured in uh, in the company in Samsung <laughs> company, <laughs> I don't, I have no, I have no ownership of this uh, gadget or device. All right. So let's say uh, this phone is you. Okay, this is you. All right. Imagine that this phone is you. So this phone was at one time displayed in a store. Okay. Uh, particular, uh, to be specific, this was uh, displayed in a Samsung store inside the mall, SM uh, Mall <laughs> in Ecoland. <laughs> okay, it was, I don't know what year, but okay. But now, uh, then, my wife and I decided to uh, buy this phone from, from that store, okay, at uh, SM Ecoland. And then after paying for this phone, of course, they gave us the receipt and they prepared the phone. Then, after paying for this phone, this becomes mine. Correct? <laughs> this phone becomes mine. Okay? It belongs to me. And I can, uh, I can use it however I want to use it. Okay? I can drop it. I can throw it. I can... Uh, download some uh, applications. Why? Because it's already mine. Okay, why? Because I purchased it. I paid for it. I paid for it. That's why this is mine. Alright? So that is, uh, I hope uh, you got that uh, revelation right there. Jesus bought us with a price in the cross. So we belong to Him. Therefore, we were made slaves to righteousness. Okay? So when you buy something, it is yours as long as you bought it legally okay so it is yours <laughs> okay because you know there, there are some people who are selling things that are not theirs you know they sell things that <laughs> were stolen <laughs> okay so when you buy something legally it's yours so do you own something you purchase yes do you have the right to use something you bought yes that the same thing with our uh, situation with Christ. Jesus bought us. He purchased us. Therefore, we are His. We belong to Him. He can use us however He wants to use us for the glory of His Father. Right? So the point is, if you bought something legally, you own it. Okay? You own it. And since the Lord Jesus Christ bought us by His blood, therefore, He owns us. He has the right to make, to make use, of, use of us for His greater glory. And like I said earlier, that besides the purchase thing, uh, uh, idea is that He created us. Okay? So, that alone... 
uh, I hope uh, um, will help us understand that we are not our own. Okay, we don't. We, we just don't have 100% uh, authority. You know, rights or rights to live the way we want to live our lives. Okay, because He bought us and we are His. We belong to Him. All right. So I hope uh, you got that revelation. But another scripture, Second Corinthians 5:15. It says, He died for us. This is just a, to confirm about Jesus paying the price. Bible says, first, 2 Corinthians 5.15 says, And He died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Him who died for them and was raised again. Okay, so now in Christ, because He died for us, we will no longer, we should no longer, <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, that those who live should no longer live for themselves. Not for ourselves. Okay? But for the Lord, for Jesus, who died for us. And, you know, the Lord who was raised again. So that's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 15. Okay? So I expounded that already. But as you can see, you know, we're, we're not inventing uh, uh, scripture or we're not inventing revelation um, ideas, but we're just actually reiterating what the Word of God says. So when we become Christians, we do not belong to ourselves anymore, okay? Because He paid our debts, therefore He owns us and we owe Him our lives forever okay it is just right for us to serve him okay because we are indebted to him forever okay we are truly his slaves he bought us he has the right to do whatever he wants to do he owns us all right so peter chapter 2 verse 24 it says he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins, okay, and live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed, okay? So that, again, so that we might die to sins. So we died to our sins. Actually, we, we did not die to our sins. He died for us. But because, uh, because we put our trust in him so we are what benefactors of what jesus paid for in the cross and that is why this righteousness was imputed to us by faith all right um so in this life we are going to have to serve somebody all right either we live for sin or we live for righteousness meaning uh there are only Two options for 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 people <laughs> in this planet, okay? Either serve the devil or righteousness, okay? Or the righteous Lord. Slaves have no will of their own, remember. They are literally in bondage to their masters. When sin is our master, when, I mean, when, when we were uh, slaves to sin, we are unable to resist sin okay but in christ 
praise the Lord, you know, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay? The Lord uh, destroyed the chains that held us in bondage to the power of sin. Okay? So, He freed us from sin. And in the process of freeing us from sin, okay, He bought us. We were bought. We were purchased by His own blood. And that is why He owns us. Okay? So, in summary, summary, we are all slaves. Let me read that to you. The summary is this. We are all slaves, either a slave to sin or to righteousness. But the question is, whose slave are you? Who is your master? Who do you obey? Now, we have two kinds of slavery. Okay? A slavery that enslaves and a slavery that sets you free. So now you see there's a difference. Before you were a slave to sin, now you are a slave to righteousness. But they have different culture. <laughs> okay? Two cultures. If you belong to the first, the slavery to sin, it is a slavery that enslaves. But if you are in Christ right now, that slavery is not actually what the world defines as slavery. Because actually, it is a slavery that sets you free. What do we mean by that? It is, uh, uh, okay, again, one is a slavery that takes away your freedom, okay? But the other one is what? A slavery that gives you free will. Now in Christ, although you are a slave to righteousness, you are a bond servant to serve Christ, but still, the Lord do not force us. The Lord do not coerce us. The Lord does not put pressure on us to, to serve Him, to follow Him. He wants you to decide, make the decision. You know, you have free will, you have volition, you can choose, you know, you can choose whether to serve God or not in Christ. So, again, we were freed from sin to be a slave to Righteousness, but that is not a slavery that enslaves. But it is a slavery that gives you free will. It is a slavery that sets you free. Okay? Alright? So, we are all a slave to something or someone. The question is, the question is not whether we will be enslaved, but what we will be slaves to. Okay? So, it depends on who you obey to serve. Okay, who you serve. We can either be a slave to sin or be a slave to righteousness. We are slaves either ways. Okay? But decide whom to serve. Sin or righteousness? The devil or Yeshua? What was that? Okay. Alright. So, again, friends, I'd like, I would like to end this message with this statement. Whatever you do, wherever you go, remember, you are a slave to righteousness. Again, whatever you do, wherever you go, always remember that you are a slave to righteousness. You were bought with a price in the cross. Therefore, the Lord Jesus Christ owns us. Okay? So, friends, uh, 
it, this revelation is very important. Okay? This revelation of being a slave to righteousness is very important. This is uh, uh, a revelation that will help us, that will keep us from sin. It's like uh, the fear of the Lord, knowing that um, there is no such a thing as complete uh, independence from God. Because first, He created us. Second, He bought us with a price in the cross. In our, in our side, on our side, remember, without Christ, we were already doomed to destruction. We were already bound to die an eternal death, eternal torment, eternal punishment. So we were hopeless. Without Christ, no salvation. But then Jesus died in the cross. He paid the price. And if we, if we surrender our lives to Him, to Jesus, then we become a benefactor of what Jesus paid for in the cross. Okay? So you will be set free from the power of sin. And once you have been set free from the power of sin, remember, because you were set free by the blood of Jesus, He paid the price. And in the process of Jesus setting us free, in the process of Jesus, you know, uh, cleansing us, forgiving us, you know, with this, uh, when, he, when He paid the price in the cross, in that process, we were purchased. So He owns us. Now, we are no longer a slave, enslaved to sin, but now we have become His property i know not property he yeah we belong to him we become part of his family okay a family that it's a kingdom of love it's a kingdom of righteousness that's why you, you see friends righteousness is really important we have needs i know do you have a need of course we all have a need every every day every week we have a need, you know, that might be healing or finances or food or shelter or whatever that may be. But I want you to know, in, in Matthew chapter 6.33, if I'm not mistaken, it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Righteousness and His righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. So you see, our basic needs are provided. They are met. By who? By the Lord. By the one who purchased us. Okay? Because He loves us. Now, now, now in the kingdom of darkness, you know, in, in that kingdom of slavery to sin, <laughs> there is no such a thing as love. Okay? There is none. It's darkness, it's evil, it's wickedness. If you think the devil uh, likes you, uh, will take care of you, no. He will torture you. Th that He will kill you. Uh, um, I, it's, it's hard to describe. But, okay, this is a summary. The thief, the devil comes but to kill steal and destroy that is the main mission of satan kill steal and destroy so why stay in his kingdom why remain in the slavery to sin okay get out of that family tree <laughs> get out of that group 
Okay? Transfer from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. How is that? You need to understand that we are all sinners. For all have sinned. That's what the Bible says. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Okay? For all have sinned. So all of us are sinners and we cannot pass God's standard of holiness. So we cannot enter heaven. We will not be saved apart from Christ. And that is why, friends, there is a need for us to be delivered from the power of sin. But you know what? Somebody died. Somebody paid for our sins. His name is Jesus. That's why, although He is God, He left His deity, His Godhood in heaven. He came on earth, born from a virgin birth. Okay? He became full man so that He can represent us on the cross. Alright? So He died in our place. Okay? Um, now, he, he cannot inherit the sin of man because he had no biological or human father. He was conceived by what? The Holy Spirit. Alright? So now, <clears throat> when Jesus died in the cross, he paid the price. All you need to do now is to believe that Jesus paid the price for you. He died. He was buried. And on the third day, he rose back to life. He was resurrected because death, hell, cannot keep him in the grave. Why? Because he is righteous. He is sinless. After he finished the transaction of paying the price for our sins, because he was our sin offering, the ultimate, the perfect sacrifice to pay our sins. He was our atoning sacrifice. You know what? He rose from the grave. So, what you need to do right now, if you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to transfer from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, and to be set free from the power of sin, uh, in order for you to walk in righteousness, to have the freedom of choice in the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of love, you need to give your life to Jesus. You need to repent from your sins and believe in who Jesus is and in what he did in the cross for you. So if that is your prayer today, you want you, you mean you understand you understood from this topic that we cannot live a holy life, we cannot walk in righteousness unless we become born again first. Okay, unless we repent from our sins and put our trust in the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Another verse, uh, can you please uh, plug it in? Uh, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 to 10. Do we have it? Okay, it says, um, If you declare or if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Verse 10, For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So therefore, if you want to give your life to Jesus, please uh, pray this prayer with me. Okay, say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe 
that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that he rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins and cleanse me with the blood of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. This is just the beginning of your uh, journey in the Lord. <laughs> and uh, we encourage you to start reading your Bible, whatever version you have. Or if you don't have a Bible, or if you have a phone, any gadget, a computer, uh, you can download a free Bible application. Uh, although King James is good, but the thing is, uh, not everybody can understand the, <laughs> the style or the writing, the way it's been, been written. Because it's old English, uh, but uh, NIV, uh, I know that um, it's not a perfect uh, um, version of the Bible NIV, but at least it's uh, simple English. Okay, so why would you read something you don't understand? <laughs> okay, at least uh, with NIV, <laughs> you can get something. All right, as a as a new believer. So, friends, uh, start reading the book of John. Um, it will help you grow in faith and also find or look for a church, a Bible-believing church who will help you, who will walk alongside you uh, and uh, will help you with your questions. Okay, I know that uh, as a new believer in Christ, you will have questions a lot of questions so please uh, join that church a bible believing church remember not all churches are bible believing what do we mean by a bible believing church we mean uh, uh, we uh, a church that um, upholds or that steams the word of god as the final authority okay so look for a church that is a bible believing church all right so join a bible study that will help you also and uh, and um, please uh, join us again you know keep uh, uh, keep uh, every Sunday um, watch this uh, episode uh, Sunday live okay every Sunday uh, and we also have a YouTube account alright and a podcast so I think uh, you can find the links below okay in a comment box um, and uh, let's pray father in heaven thank you for your message today um, lord uh, we, we believe that this revelation on being a slave to righteousness is very important so that we can live our lives pleasing to you uh, lord we ask that you uh, bless everyone who who have watched this and those who will be watching this later 
uh, we pray that the revelation, I mean, they will also catch the same revelation so that, Lord, it will encourage them or, or, or uh, spur them to uh, grow, to mature, to become fruitful in this life, to show, to light their, to shine their light, okay, to other people around, to, to the people around them, whether in the, the school, in their office, with their office mates, with their boss, wherever they go, Lord, let the, the, your righteousness be manifested through your people, that people may believe that the, it's, uh, it's truly the work of the Lord in us, that, that Jesus is really alive in every believer. So, Father, make us a blessing to other people that they will be convinced that there is a God and that God works and that, Lord, uh, only you can give us eternal life. So, Father, anoint your people to, to have this courage, the boldness to share their faith and not be afraid. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you so much, Lord, for... Uh, for uh, anointing for blessing our message today it is for your own glory oh god that we do all of this amen and amen and now the lord bless you and keep you the lord makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace both now and forevermore and all of god's people say Amen and amen. God bless you guys. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope that you would join us again next week or every week. Okay? <laughs> so God bless you all. See you again. Bye.